Welcome into Hoops Form, a production of Radius Athletics and a Quick Timeout Podcast. I'm Tony Miller, and joining me once again this week is my co-host Randy Sherman. Big thanks to our sponsors over at 323 Sports. The folks with 323 are providing uniforms, equipment, team gear, and more to schools and colleges across the country at an incredibly low price. I've used them multiple times, and their customer service is fantastic. As you prepare for the upcoming school year, reach out to 323. Let them be your athletic program provider. You can find out more about them by visiting 323sports.com or you can contact a sales rep directly at sales at 323sports.com. They'll be sure to do it right for your sports program. Randy, today, those of you that are watching, you can see here another Mm -hmm. X's and O's episode. Yeah, back to our bread and butter, talking about things on the court that uh, that are interesting to me and you and and uh, hopefully today some coaches will find this topic valuable let's just start playing through the five more teams five out more teams Princeton-esque type offenses you're seeing it even a little bit quite a bit uh, NBA playoffs progress sure. and now culminating with the NBA finals and the two teams using a lot of five out with their versatile bigs just kind of benefits of playing through the five and why or what has happened the revolution of more teams using that kind of offense yeah i saw a quote recently that said space is the currency of sport so um i would say that might be one motivation behind what we're what we see especially at the higher levels of play bringing a player that's typically associated with being in the interior inside the three-point arc be that on the low post or high post or something like that bringing them out and what that does is open up area around the lane for either drives cuts you know so i'd say that's the main benefit is just trying to open up the floor not only bring you know move your own teammate out of the way but move their defender and bring them out so you you lessen rim protection and make it difficult for um, shots to be contested at the rim by the defense so i'd say some of that's maybe some of the rationale and, and as you mentioned we we we're being um, shown um, in the finals and all throughout the playoffs of examples of teams that that are playing through the five and letting, you know, on the screen we see DeMontis Sabonis of the Kings. Um, of course, Jokic is the ultimate chess piece when it, when it comes to this. And then, and then Bam Adebayo of the Heat. Um, not quite to the level of Jokic, but sometimes he's an initiator out there on handoffs and things like that. And, and so... I would say that it's coming to to all levels of basketball where or in some some instances it's already there of where you have a player who who can initiate actions from the five rather than sort of like be the the focal point of of actions for example I would say we typically tend you know the, the way basketball's been approached in decades past let's say is is the five man is the finishing player of a of a possession they Maybe we run a pick and roll, hit them on the roll, they dunk it, the possession's over. Or we we enter it to them on the low block and they make a post move and the possession's over. So typically what we think of as our five man is they're the end of the they're the player who ends a possession. Well, what I'm gonna present today are, are ways to use your five in earlier in the possession to sort of trigger the possession, to start the action. So um, it's sort of flipping that sort of pattern that's existed in basketball for decades of the five man being the, 
the last player to touch the ball to sort of one of the first players to touch the ball. So again, this is one that if you're listening to this, you want to go and find this on YouTube, just search hoops form or radius athletics, and you can see the slides that go along with it. And I'll try to keep these slides as well. If you're wanting to, to get these, you can reach out to me, go ahead and introduce here this first slide that people are seeing. And um, then we'll kind of build from there. Yeah. Wanted to start simple. And if a coach were to ask, like, what is what if I, I've got this five man who's, you know, got some skills. So where would you begin using them to, to, to sort of weaponize that and bring them out away from the basket? And and I would say starting simple with with dribble at. So what you see up in the top left frame is just a five out positioning. What we're envisioning is the the offense has sort of moved into the front court and five out. Our five man is is at at in the middle of the middle third of the court, top of circle, however you want to call that. The first pass we make is, is a pass to them trailing to the, to that sort of, um, you know, swing spot, if you will. So what's a a very simple thing we can do to, to uh, play through the five right here is, and I would say starting with a dribble at. So um, what you see in the frame one is exactly that. What you would see maybe if a team was still sort of like getting comfortable with this idea is this player, get it, get rid of it and cut to the block or something like that. Just get to your home, right? Instead, this is sort of like expanding their role in the possession, letting them trigger some action. So a, a dribble at, what we want in a dribble at is, is punch the gap. So what you see where I've, where I've drawn that dribbling arrow, the, the squiggly arrow, is intentional that they've sort of penetrated the three-point line rather than dribbling wide at player four. They punch the gap. That gets that defender there to sort of freeze, causes a moment in decision, and perhaps we can backdoor cut behind them like you see in in frame one. Keeping that dribble, if the first backdoor cutter doesn't come open, we keep drip, we keep punching that gap, dribbling at three's defender, and I, I should have pointed that out. We're dribbling at X4, not four. We're dribbling at the, their, their defender. Um, keep dribbling at threes defender. If they're overplay, we could get double backdoor. If they're not, we come over and give, you know, give a handoff. So this is something like if you were to watch the next finals game, you're going to see Jokic do, Bam do, Sabonis did. Like it's, it's very common. Um, and I know some of you watching, well, I don't have those guys, but maybe you do have a player there that's got a little size who's while maybe they're not Magic Johnson or something, they're they're okay with a couple dribbles and making a decision with the ball. And what you've done is you've opened up paint for cutters. You've opened up paint for penetration. So, um, yeah, basic. I wanted to start with the basic dribble at option. Back to your point about I don't have the players for this. I think more and more coaches, especially I'm, I'm realizing the ones that are listening to this show, um, they're using more of a I'm developing all players the same. So everybody's together. We're all working on ball handling. We're all working on decision-making. We're all working. And you don't necessarily need – this isn't turning the five into a point guard. But what you just said, take two dribbles to their left, two dribbles to their right, be able to read a defender, and their teammate back cuts or comes and accepts the ball. These are basic decisions. This is not – you need the MVP of the league to be able yeah. to accomplish this. Yeah, and like I have it drawn – to where this player would be doing that with their left hand, you know? So if that's a, they, you could just mirror that frame and they go back right to the side they came from and dribble at player one and they back cut and play player two coming off the possibly double back door coming off the, off the, over the top of the handoff. So I get the mentality of like, 
this being a mental stretch for some coaches of like, oh man, like I don't, I look at this and I'm just scrolling past it because I don't, you know. But I would argue that like if we're ever going to become more dynamic at all, we have to sort of begin by asking someone to do something they're currently not capable of doing. <laughs> if we're ever going to improve, we have to accept that like, okay, this might not go so well early on, but like we've got to like throw you in the river so you learn to swim. We just have to at some point. Take the training wheels off and let's do it. A quick timeout is presented by Huddle, the market leader in video-based analysis solutions for basketball teams around the world. Huddle continues to make advancements to their suites of performance analysis solutions. Tools you know like Sports Code are enhanced by their industry-leading tech like Huddle Focus, an AI-powered smart camera that's built to integrate into Sports Code right out of the box. It captures and uploads videos automatically from any gym. Head over to huddle.com slash a quick timeout to get a peek at all they're bringing to the hardwood for every level of the game this season. Believe what you have queued up next is going to be sort of an extension of this where in, in five out, I like to make things very simple for the big, because again, they might be, this might be their first time in their basketball playing career that they're facing the basket, <laughs> you know, like, and they're out on the perimeter, toes to the three-point line instead of, you know, toes to the back of the three-point line. So one very simple rule is if you if you have been past the ball, take it to the action. If you've been past the ball, take it to the action. So here would be one is past the two in the swing spot, and they're immediately, you know, we they know what to do. We're, again, we're not asking them to be Chris Paul or Magic Johnson or some, you know, super super skilled point guard or something we're just saying we're going to give you a hard and fast rule when you get this pass take it to the action and and in in a natural five out setup where might the action be in the corner so what we're looking at here on the frame is a corner split so what we would like the timing of this to look like is when one passes to five so five would be looking at his or her right to get that pass to five and they pull their chin and shoulder through to look to the left i want four to immediately initiate a corner split with the player below them one goes to the rim, one pops back. Here, what you see is player three in the corner rejects that split. The, the player four pops back. And now player five very quickly is one rule they're following. Take the ball to action. Next rule is like either play to the cutter, play to the screener. Boom. And then, and then if the reject comes open, we want that to be kind of a one-hand bounce pass off the dribble. If the pop, if they don't, and it feels safer to play to the pop man. We, we, we can, we can throw to the pop back man. And then now then, so what, what would just naturally come next for that? So I've thrown, I've already been on the move, taking the ball with the dribble to that action. I threw to the pop back man, like you see in the frame on the bottom, right. Is just follow that pass into a ball screen, which is something your five man probably is pretty comfortable with. And then roll into the post some somewhere where they are pretty comfortable probably already. So it's just a momentary a momentary quick thing we can do in early offense to play through them and then, and then, uh, and then come, you know, come away from them, you know, as you see, uh, as this play would advance as we, we wing ball screen and we throw to one of those four people, three people spaced along the, the weak side. So, yeah. All right. Next one here, throw and go. Yeah. So this would be another example of the first pass of our possession is we're putting it, into the fives hands to sort of be our trigger man, our decision maker. 
one thing that you see pretty commonly is is the player who passed it to five there at the swing spot immediately chases that pass to to get it back. So the throw is the pass from one to five that 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 centering pass to the swing spot. The go is one immediately trying to outrun their pass and take it back. So by that immediacy of I know I'm throwing it to the big and I'm going to chase my pass, I might get a little bit of a head start on my opponent. And when five puts it on a platter and hands it back, I've got I've got an advantage for downhill penetration. You know what I have drawn here. We've got the the player in that stretch spot sort of clearing out to, to where we would have room to attack on the double side on the other side of that. But five is the trigger man now. They've got the ball. The quote that I would leave you with today is if you've got the ball, you're the point guard. <laughs> you know, if uh, air quotes point guard, right? So we've thrown it to five, and now they have to decide. When, when one chases it for the throw and go, I have to surmise whether that is going to be a clean exchange that I feel comfortable of just giving it right back. X1 didn't somehow blow it up or, or, or you know, cut through that gap to sort of disturb that handoff. Um, so if I can hand it cleanly, I will, but I have to be the decider of that. So I think a lot of times we shield our five player from decisions. Just go dunk it, big Johnny, just go lay it up, big Johnny, just go, you know, like we, we just go to the block, big Johnny, like we, we shield them from decisions. So this is pivoting away from that and giving them decision-making power. I, I see him cutting over the top, throw and go, but I'm watching his defender, and they're trying to blow it up. They've, 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 they've disrupted it. The handoff isn't clean. It's dirty, so they have to decide what we to keep it. So you see him hold it out. Oh, I don't like it. They'll pull it back, and, and one just keep running over the top of them, and now they put it on the floor and play to the next guy where we might clear out and another guy in the stretch and come over the top for the handoff with the next available player. So, again, just – one decision. Can I hand it off or not? If not, if so, do. If not, let's play to the next guy. Keep and go next. So throw and go, keep and go next. I think I think that's not too much to teach to a player who's, you know, at least capable enough to earn a uniform. Would you say that these three are like the foundational ones? Like this is where if you have, even if you, you want to just start with something, these would be like the three go-to. I think so. Especially if you were wanting to move to a five-out positioning to where you are, you know, bringing that player and making them a basket-facing player. Mm -hmm. And I always try to start things with like, okay, where is where is a the basic thing we could ask them to do? A dribble at, a play to an off-ball screen, be the passer to an off-ball split or something like that, like uh, reverse and screen away, like something like just very simple might be some examples. But – um, you know, throw and go simple. If then, if you can hand it off, do so. If not, keep and go next. We're going to go on here to the last few, uh, just a couple more options. So building on that. So hopefully we haven't lost some of the more advanced uh, coaches who have been using this, uh, this next one here, five playing more from the elbow instead of at a five out. Yeah. From the pinch post. Right. So, so maybe the first three frames are, where some coaches already are like we're five out or I want my guy facing the basket. He's, you know, we got a six, five skilled big in high school who can do some things. So, but if you're, if you still want to play through them, but you're not quite ready to make them a basket facing player, these last options are sort of examples I would give 
of playing through the five and what you brought up here is at the pinch post off the elbow. And this is, you know, common action in Princeton offense, but some people kind of run this as a standalone piece of just, you know, you see it in triangle offense, stuff like that, like a player um, in the, in the elbow ish area. So one is at the swing spot. They entered a five and, and um, let's say they screen away. They screen away the, after one enters to five in the elbow. Again, our first pass of our set or our play is, is to the five. It's not the last pass of the possession. It's one of the first ones. So we, we, we enter it to the five, and, and now they're the decider. They're the point guard. They've got the ball. And we run an off-ball split like you see in, in point away right here. And, and they're looking for the, the reject or the pop back, just like they are in the corner split. The, you know, we're just moving, we're just moving that action to a different geography on the court. They're the decider. Is the reject open? Is the pop back open? If not, what do I do next? Let's look at the next frame and see what that might be. Yeah. So if if neither of those are open and I'm, I've got the ball, I'll look at the split and I don't like it. Well, I can put it on the floor and get into a dribble at with which we looked at from a different geography earlier, get into a dribble at with, with the, um, with the lone player on that side. Um, so we call this playing the other way. The action was over here. That split action was over here playing the other way to this lone player in the corner, uh, might be where I go. So we're given our five who's maybe not used to being a trigger man, maybe not used to being the decision maker in a possession a very quick look at the split. If not, play the other way. This can also just be spin and go lay it up or spin and go attack, but it can also be playing with the next guy over in the corner, that lone player in the corner, where they might be overplayed. We reject into a back cut or they come over the top and we hand it off. Simple. But this might be a bridge for the coach who's like, yeah, I'm not quite ready to make them a five-out player, but what else could I do to play through them? Pinch post. And then for the ones who aren't quite ready to put them in the pinch post, yeah, the last one here in the low post. Yeah, so this is their natural habitat, right? Like, like this is where they're they're at home. So the low post, we've got them in the low post. And even if that was their natural habitat, but I wanted to make a subtle change to um, to get them the ball and play through them as a facilitator, make them the hub of the offense a little bit more often. I would change the nature of this post up. You see five in green there. I should have drawn it better this way, but instead of like your traditional post up where his, his rump is in the other guy's crotch and it's a back to the basket traditional post up where he's only got vision of this like offensive right half of the court change it to where his butt is to the baseline and he's using an arm bar and a, and a, a, we call it a strong arm and a long arm. And we call it T post position where he's posted perpendicular to the lane line, parallel to the baseline and also perpendicular to his man arm bar him off, ask for the ball with that outside hand and, and, and throw it to that outside hand when you make it that entry. And now we're almost like pulling them a little bit toward the short corner and there's a good spatial relationship for them to now be the hub playing through them in the low post where we can run a split. We've seen th splits from three different geographies now. So the corner, the, the wing, the, 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 off the elbow, and now off the low post. So they one enters to five, immediately you know heads toward the elbow to set that split screen with three. 
and now we're playing through the five, but somewhere they're comfortable with that. And maybe the coach is more comfortable with them there. Um, so, you know, we get a reject or a slip and a, and a, and a, uh, and a, and player three accepting the screen. Um, so now we're, we're using them as a passer, a facilitator. And again, we're giving them a decision. We're going to run a, we're going to enter it to you. We're going to immediately, you know, we're running a split action. If, if one or three doesn't come open, what's next? That'd be on the next slide, hand it off to, to, um, player three and, we want to give them something to to um, quickly do if there's if there's you know that neither of those split options come open. So uh, there you go. So yeah, five you know three who's come who came around off that split screen just keep running and we maybe we take one dribble and hand it off to you or I pass it to you and chase right into a step up ball screen. I have drawn a handoff a handoff out of the post commonly gets called um, commonly gets called grenade action. So we, we hand it off right out of the post to that, that player who received that split screen, just keep running over the top, just quick split or, or pass it, you know, pass it to the player who shows up on the wing, step up for him or hand it off to him. And there are a couple episodes that I will try to link down in the descriptions below split actions. We talked about that for about two episodes. If you want to do split stuff when your players in that pinch post or in the low post, both of those, uh, we had another video couple of video episodes for that. So I'll be sure yeah. to link that below. And that kind of brings up the next thing here. There's probably people watching that are thinking, I wish there was film of this. Randy, where is there film available of all this? There's film of this available on your television every night. <laughs> <laughs> like I seriously, like there is. So, but joking aside, I recently did uh, a, a, a post for my website, radiusathletics.com. Um, entitled Playing Through the Five, where I share videos of uh, Richmond doing some dribble ats. I share a video of, of University of Northern Iowa five out where they 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 center it and play to a, a corner split. Tons of videos of, of throw and goes featuring the Miami Heat, the Brooklyn Nets. That's on my website. Full disclosure, it is a paywall article for rant members, but you should be a rant member. So there there's, there's where you can see some film, but I would say probably all the videos included in that article are on my YouTube channel somewhere, but being a rant member and reading the article there would just save you the time and frustration of having to track them down. Plus you get all kinds of other great benefits and help and, and knowledge as well. So that's, that's where I'd send you. So we alluded to this earlier, uh, drilling it and practicing it to improve the decision-making as well as the skills that go in it. Any resources come to mind? What I would do if it were me and I was interested in this, I would put pen to paper and say, okay, I want to practice dribble acts with my fives. Let's make a little two-player drill, you know, like throw it to our five and he's got to do it with his left hand, his right hand. If I'm remembering correctly, I think you posted even about it this week on Twitter. Don't you have a 3v3 yeah, kind of small-sided game drill book? Yeah, thanks book. for reminding me. I do. I do. Yeah, and in that is often drills we play what I call reversal side drills. So uh, reversal side drills, appreciate the assist there, <laughs> where we, we throw to the five. Maybe we simulate a drill that's three players of a five out. The coach throws it to five. Five's at the swing spot, and we got those two players to his right or left, his or her right or left. So that's the drill setup. We got the fives in the middle, two players 
to their right if we're running it that way, to their left if we're running it the other way. And we and a coach just passes to them, and and we're the other. We can do this on air, an on air rep. We can do it a, a three a three v three rep. But the coach just starts it by passing to the five in the swing spot, and we we look to the reversal side, like I showed in the in the in the dribble ads in the corner splits where I caught it from one side of the court. I look to the other, and we just simulate those actions and turn them into you know shooting drills or turn them into little three man scrimmages. So like Randy said at the beginning, this isn't something that, you know, you, you need a necessarily need a drill book for. You can come up with it if you want. But if you want a little bit, uh, a little bit of help, there's that I created several years ago. It was more so ball screen. So there was it primarily focuses on ball screen and ball screen reads. But obviously, there's some of that within five out as well. And, yeah, and I, I just like to take the, the, the offense, look at it on paper and, and hold and say, okay, well, at most, at any one time, there's three players in the action, right? We throw it to the five, and we've got a little corner split. That's a passer, screener, and a cutter, right? So there's three players. All right, well, let's give me three lines and give me, you know, like, let's, that's not, that's coaching skills 101. Yeah. So check the description down below. We'll try to include as many resources as we can for you so that you can go and add those to your coaching toolbox tool belt if it uh it beneficial to you uh want to keep mentioning our coaches clinic remind you of that make plans yeah. to attend that here in the fall randy will be a part of that september 8th and 9th in greenville south carolina we've got an incredible lineup of speakers in my opinion best group of teachers of the game that you'll find at any clinic check the link down in the description again and we'll be sure to post those we've been posting about that on our social media accounts so sign up for that so that you don't miss that great event thanks to all of you who joined us this week if you missed any part of the live show you can go back and watch or listen on youtube search hoops forum or radius athletics to watch or if you're more inclined to listen go to any podcast platform and search a quick timeout and there you'll find the audio version of the show. For Randy Sherman, I'm Tony Miller. We'll talk to you again next time on Hoops Warm.